Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, the podcast about vegan snacking. I'm Becky Streepy. I'm David Streepy. This week on the show, we talk about catches, plant-based gummies, and try the new oat milk chocolate from Lint. Uh, yeah, a couple of notes. That's a lot of that's a lot of candy for the morning. It is a lot of candy. This is talking tofu mornings, and mornings. Yes, and I I don't eat candy in the morning. No, no. You don't just kick off the so day we'll with talk. This is eleven fifty, so we'll have to talk for at least ten minutes before I have some candy. Okay, I think we can do that. I believe in us. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the recording thus far is any indicator. We'll get to the candy around two or three o'clock. So, <laughs> um, this is our third start. Pits and starts today. Yeah. Uh, the other note. Mm-hmm. Uh, which of my notes do I want to go with first? There's. Do we know that that's how we say catches? No, I was going with my best guess. It's spelled K-A-T-J-E-S, and that sounds like catches to me. Can I see? I wonder, you know, sometimes these tricky pronunciations help you out on the packaging. Oh, yeah. And they do. Uh, Well, kind of. Oh, no. Luckily, there's three bags. I'm going to look at So... You see that last line of the first? So, okay. At Cat Jess. Cat we, Jess. Hold on. We believe that every life is precious. No need for any animal gelatin in our yummy gummy candy at all. Cat Yes, 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 I think. I think maybe it's Cat Yes. Cat Yes. Like the J is a Y. Cat Yes. Or pronounced with a Y. The J is a J. I think you're right. Cat Yes. Sorry. I'm Cat-yes. sorry, Cat Yes, that I mispronounced Cat-yes. your name in the intro. Yeah, well, you want to take take it a fourth time? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I think we're doing great. Okay. We also are recording uh, same room as always, but y'all, I have rearranged my whole studio and it is so great. I haven't finished with my notes on the intro. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was just so and excited. And also, last time you asked me how I was doing first, and it seems like you're not interested in doing that this time either. So, <laughs> message received. The... Other note that I had, mm-hmm. and this isn't even a correction, it's an addition, is that there are three catches plant-based gummies that we're going to have. Mm-hmm. So it's not just candy in the morning. It's four different candies in the morning. And we're not even going to eat like one piece of each because why? 
Yeah. And so that's just a lot of candy in the morning. We're about to ruin our whole rest of our days for you, the Toeheads. Hey, Becky, how are you doing? I spent... (laughs) I spent uh, a couple of... Well, so I first thing that happened is that I've been trying to get myself a shooting space that's at counter height, both for ergonomic reasons and because um, it will look better in videos because... Right now, when I'm shooting a video at table height, um, if I'm shooting, one of the shots I do is towards me so you can see close up of the food, like more straight on, Mm -hmm. you know? And so you see me behind it. And if you can see like between my legs, it's very distracting and weird. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I have to always wear an apron or a dress. Can you unpack the between your legs part? It's this... Oh, like you it's, can see my two legs like moving back there. Gotcha. Um, you can see the space. Mm-hmm. You can see the gap. But your mind is like, but this is counter height. Is this right. a giant? It's Got it's it. like causes, it's very distracting. So I have to wear a dress so that it doesn't do that. Okay. Which is, that's, also it's not very ergonomic. I'm hum- hunched over the low table. So I, I have a little counter, but it's not tall enough. So I got a new countertop. Dave's dad helped me install it. Mm-hmm. Um over the old counter so that it's nice and big so I can shoot on it at counter height. It's wonderful. And now I have spent a few hours yesterday rearranging my whole studio to accommodate this new setup and I can't wait to shoot in it. I'm excited for you. Yeah? Just to be super clear. Yeah. People can see behind your legs. They cannot see what's between your legs, correct? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can see between the two. Like there's one leg and another and between is the wall. They can see the wall behind your legs. Yes, correct. (laughs) I wear, I I do wear pants while I'm cooking all, y'all. Every time. Well. Stuff splatters. No. No. You wear the dress or the apron, you said. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm covered up for safety purposes. You're not flashing. I don't cook in the nude, everyone. You're not flashing. I'm not not for main channel. <laughs> yeah, More Patreon only. Yeah. <laughs> you know, now that you mention that. <laughs> something to think about. Mm, something to think about. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I wouldn't write it off right away. Really? Mm-mm. I would write off every expense for it. <laughs> oh, you mean the idea. Dave. Cut that joke out, please. That was dumb. Okay. You wouldn't write that off. I did think you were talking about tax write-offs. Oh, did you? For a second. <laughs> so um, it was a genuine joke. It wasn't a dad joke. Hmm. And then it came out and it sounded like a dad joke. And it was like, you'll never be able to act, like, defend that you weren't making a dad joke. I think the whole thing about a dad joke is that it is genuine. No, dad jokes are, well, dad jokes are reflex, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a more thoughtful, that's what she said, but not much more thoughtful. Yeah. You know? That checks out. But I really misunderstood in a way that sounded like a dad joke. Yeah. You are so ready to move on. I just wanted to clarify. raised a finger. Well, you asked me to take out the dad joke, but then if we leave this in, we have to leave the dad joke in. I don't... (laughs) This is a question for future me. Future me needs you to clarify. (laughs) Is this... This should count towards the 37 minutes. Yeah. Because that's much that much less work that we have to do that we haven't done yet. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. And that's all that matters mm-hmm. is 37 minutes of content a week. Right? Correct. Check in the box. In- including this. Yes. Okay. 
Dave, how are you? Did you run a 5K today? So you're ready to move on, I yeah. guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I did run a 5K today. I ran the Kirkwood Spring Fling 5K. Uh, I did a great job at it. Art may be a personal best, so that's fun. It was a nice morning, good weather, fun to be in a crowd of people who are excited about running and running along with them. Um, a gentleman way ahead of me. Okay, so I was like a mile in on the run, and somebody tapped me on the shoulder. And I was like, <laughs> this is going to be somebody that I know. So then I pulled my headphones out, and I turned my head, and it was a woman who I did not know. And I was like, oh, stranger's just a friend you haven't met yet, you know? <laughs> and so I said, hi. She said, hey, you're, you're going faster than me. And I was like, this person is trying to flatter me. Uh, and then she said, so hopefully you can reach that gentleman up there. And if you do, could you let him know that he dropped his phone and I've got his phone? That's so nice. And so... At first, I was like, well, we're a, we're a community. We're a family. Of course I'm going to do that. And then my second reaction was, am I going to be able to catch that guy? <laughs> am I going to make myself too tired by like sprinting to catch that guy? Am I taking on too much of this work when really all that I've agreed to is like, hey, if you, right, then do, you know? And then the third thing was... I've got to remember what this woman looks like because if I catch this guy and I point back, I've got to be able to point out, I'm already struggling to remember the guy, what the guy looks like. Right. Then I got to point back and remember what the woman looks like. It's a lot on you. And so this is all past the conversation. This is all in my head now. And my whole run has turned into this mission. <laughs> And so I get another like maybe quarter mile, another half mile. And I see that the guy has like pulled over to the side and is starting to walk back. And I waved my arms at him. And uh, he looked at me with the most hopeful look on his face. He thought <laughs> I had his phone. <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> he didn't say anything. He just like smiled and like got bright eyed. And I was like, no. I had to like put out that fire as quickly as I could. Yeah. Uh, you can't let him have a hope, I said, Dave. I said, I don't have it. But a woman back there told me to tell you that she has it. And then I ran. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. I ran away from the situation because that was really all the information that I had. You did the job. Yeah. I didn't. I, I kind of vaguely. It was like an alien abduction of memory of what the woman looked like. Oh, so no. I could have described. The, my description would have been of. 75% of the women running in that race. Right. You know? So I was like, they'll work it out. She, she knows what he looks like. He's clearly visible. He's opted out of running in the race. <laughs> like to, until he fixes this phone issue. And then when we finished the race, the guy finished shortly after me. So this dude <laughs> had lost his phone had a conversation with me, had a conversation after that that presumably resulted in him getting his phone and getting back into the race and then came in right behind me. Oh, my gosh. This guy would have run. He would have won the fucking race probably. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well? Maybe that phone helped him cheat. 
<laughs> Maybe he think? pulled up an alternate route on the phone, and that's why he was stressing not having the phone to, you know? Yeah, you got to use your phone to get that shortcut. Yeah. That's probably what it was. Yeah. Well, so the kid and I were waiting at the finish line for the race. Yeah. And um, the announcer had us cheer for the first dog finisher. <laughs> a doodle finished. A doodle finished as the first dog, and everybody cheered. And that dog was so proud. It was the best. Yeah. So many dogs. That's so weird many that dogs a doodle won. Doodles yeah. are dainty. This was like a big, like a golden doodle. Okay. They're still dainty, though. Like, it's I've never seen an athletic doodle. Right. I've seen an energetic doodle, but I've never seen an athletic doodle. Am I miss-dogging no, this dog? No, I think you, you're right. You pointed the dog out. This dog was famous, in the family at least. Yeah, that's the dog. That's the dog that finished first. So this golden doodle had a shortcut because it was warm even He took a morning. shortcut? Yeah, he cheated. <laughs> Dog's a cheater. Ah, uh, classic doodles. Really? Classic doodles. And then I got to tell the kid about that time that we were in Central Park and we saw that guy with a herd of doodles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a dream that was. He was on a shoot. He was yeah. a production guy. Yeah. They was. were all actor doodles. Mm-hmm. And they just sub one in and for the other. Yep. And I don't think it was like a Milo and Otis situation. Mm-mm. Do you know about the Milo and Otis situation? Mm-mm. Well, it was like, a, I think, a Japanese production, and it was a terrible, like, so many animals died on the set <gasps> of that. Because they were putting cats in, like, buckets and sending them over waterfalls for real. Jesus. Yeah. It was, like, wild. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm I, probably overcharacterizing it, but I it was the reason for a lot of the ASPCA regulations about animals on set now. Yikes! Yeah, yikes! Yeah. I never did like Milo and Otis. Something about the talking animals in it just creeped mm. me out as a kid, and now I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> now I feel great about that. I always felt like because. When I was, Milo and Otis came out when we were kids. Yeah. And kids would talk about this movie and I'd never seen it and I tried to watch it and I couldn't watch it because it creeped me out. And huh. I feel better about you it feel, now. You, I felt at the time like I didn't fit in as well because I didn't watch this movie that everyone was talking about. Did you feel that way about all talking animal movies? Not all of them, but a lot of them. They creeped me out. Like Beethoven, wasn't that a talking Beethoven dog? Beethoven did not. He didn't Beethoven talk. didn't say a word. No? No. I never saw it. Beethoven was a, like Clifford, but manageably. Oh. He was like a big dog that was too big for the world. Slobbery. Slobbery, He was right? slobbery, yes. Yeah. But his bigger issue was his size. Yeah. Big and slobbery. He would knock things over. He would mess up situations mm-hmm. because he was too big for the situations. But sometimes he was slobbery. Sometimes he was messy. He was kind of like if... Clifford and Problem Child had a baby, which just set that aside. Just the spirit of Clifford and the spirit of Problem Child Mm -hmm. had a baby. Oh, boy. And then that baby spirit manifested into a St. Bernard. Yikes. Yeah. But there's all, I mean, there were some hijinks. So did you like Beethoven or did you not like Beethoven? I don't think I ever saw it. I thought he talked. And so I don't think I ever saw it. All right. Well, we'll have to watch Beethoven for one of our bullshit episodes. Great. Okay. So let's talk about a real talking animal movie. Okay. What real talking animal movies have you seen? I think Dr. Doolittle, right? The animals talk in that Do they one? talk? Yeah. I never saw Dr. Doolittle. Oh, he can talk to them. Yeah. 
Do they talk? They must talk back. I think so. It would be pretty arbuckly if like he talked to the, all you heard during the movie was him <laughs> one-sided conversations with the animals. Arbuckle. I think it changed into Garfield without Garfield or Garfield minus Garfield. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if those are the same effort or if two people had the same idea at the same time and Garfield minus Garfield won out. If you don't know popular... what Dave is talking about, someone was publishing Garfield comics, but they would take out all of the parts with Garfield talking. So it was just John talking to yeah. a silent cat and they're without fail. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know if Arbuckle and Garfield without Garfield are the same or or what. I guess Garfield's a talking animal movie, but not live. I guess it was live action. Okay, Incredible Journey. I never watched that. (sighs) Have you ever seen a talking animal movie? I don't know. I don't know if I have. I feel like my like Milo and Otis creeped me out, and I was like, I don't think this genre of movie is for me. I did the thing that kids do where I had took one example and just decided that was a- applicable to my whole life. All right. Doolittle is one, but that's not a live action animal. Cats. <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> Beverly Hills Chihuahua. No. Oh, I've got you. I've got you so good. Yeah. You are going to feel like a fool when I tell you. When I remind you okay. about Babe. I don't think I ever saw Babe. We have watched Babe. Oh. <laughs> we have watched Babe and Babe Pig in the City. Oh, yeah. We, we watched, watched it with our child. When he was really little. And you loved them. You <laughs> wept at them. <laughs> oh, Babe is sweet at the end, isn't it? Sorry. But I, I was a ki- not a kid. You were I- a kid? You were not a kid. Baby's watching Babe. Let's uh, let's recommend a podcast this week. <laughs> I got a review. What I'm going to do instead is I'm going to review the Talking Tofu reviewer. Oh, yeah. Uh, or more specifically, the Talking Tofu listener who does not review. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to give them two stars. Two stars. Yes. And the reason I don't give them one star is because the Talking Tofu listener is very good at having thoughts about Talking Tofu and is pretty good at reaching out to share thoughts on Talking Tofu. Mm-hmm. You know? And listening to Talking Tofu. And listening to Talking Tofu. What what, where they fall short is by leaving a review of Talking Tofu. And most, more specifically, a five-star review. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these people, they some of them seek fame. Some of them would like to be amplified. And there's no easier way to do that than to review on a podcast that is thirsty for reviews, so thirsty that they will read your review and your name and thus amplify both you and your opinion. So two stars to the Talking Tofu listener who does not review Room to improve. That's the headline? Room to improve. Yeah. Okay. And then what would the body of the review say? Everything I just said. All right. That, Dave, that's a solid review. It's specific. It's actionable. I really think, great job. I I would give your review of 
the Talking Tofu listener who doesn't leave reviews, I would give your review five stars. My headline would be, great job. And the body of my review would be, you were very specific and actionable. You did it. Does it sound like I'm mad at the Talking Tofu listener? A little. I would give him three stars just for listening and subscribing. Mm-hmm. Wow. You're... We love our listeners, even when you don't review us. Yeah. You're just pretty loose with the stars is all. I love I love the Toeheads so much. I guess so. The Toeheads rule. But, yeah. Yeah. I'm, the thing is, I'm not mad at them. Right. They are all capable. They're all demonstrating their ability to review the podcast. Yeah. Or many of them are demonstrating their ability to review the podcast also many of you have reviewed the podcast and thank you yeah sure we love you guys sure you you rule among people who already rule so great job hey this is talking toe news this is the part of the podcast where i pluck a headline from the tree of vegan news take a bite and pass it around for for everyone this one is from veg news this is our pal anna anna stars tenetskia it's been a minute give anna the click give anna that click may 13th 2022 so it's a freshie yeah it's a freshie it came right off of the vine or the tree or the branch and this one i think you're gonna like Beer giant Coors taps barley to make its first dairy-free milk. Coors enters the plant-based milk industry with Golden Wing, a vegan barley milk with a malty sweetness. Ooh. That's right. 204 shares. So the community is a-tingling at this information. Malty. Yeah. Beer. I'm So before getting into this, and this article might not even be related to this, I have been in the candy aisle several times over the past two weeks, and my eye has been drawn to the malted milk balls. Oh, yeah. And I have lamented more than once that, where's our malted milk? Yeah. Malted milk balls were so good. I always loved the texture, too, of the inside, like the creamy chocolate and the way that inside would like kind of crumble, but mm-hmm. also melt at the same time. Gosh, what a dream. We we need that. Where's our malted milk balls? But also, and perhaps more urgently, where's our malts? Oh, yeah. When was the last time you had a malt? Ugh. Oh, malts are good. Gosh. Malts are such an old people, like, fancy drink. They really are. And I'm old now. Beer giant Coors just got into the plant-based milk industry with the launch of Golden Wing. While it might seem odd for a beer company to make vegan milk, the connection here is actually quite logical. Based in Golden, Colorado, Coors makes its Golden Wing milk from barley, a grain the company has worked with since inception. So this is Brian Schmidt, the brand manager of the parent company, says this. The plant-based milk category is growing rapidly, and it's largely fueled by innovation, whether it's almond, oat, or barley, Schmidt told Veg News. Innovation is providing alternatives for consumers seeking the benefits of plant-based milk. Seeing that market thrive, we thought to ourselves, we know, we, <clears throat> I lost my, my voice there. We know beer, and because of that, we know barley. With our background and expertise, we believe that this will be the next major evolution in the plant-based milk category. So so what he said was, we saw that people were spending money on this and we want some of that money. That I, sounds like what he said. I think 
<laughs> which is fine. Well, I mean, I still want to try this barley milk, but just what a funny long-winded way to say that. Well, no, I think what he's what I interpreted that to mean was they're seeing blank milk like they're not just seeing the the explosion of alternative milk in general. They're seeing the uh, explosion of so many different types of alternative milk. Mm-hmm. And they're seeing that there's a barley opportunity, which they've already got in the warehouse. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's a logical, like, so Wait, they're not yeah. saying oat milk has taken off and we've got oats, so we're going to jump on that board. I think they're saying, we think we might already have the next big thing already in our warehouse. Yeah. And so we're going to roll the dice and, and hope that that's the case. Because I don't see barley milk anywhere else, really. No, I've never seen it. The bar- the malt that I ordered was barley malt. Ooh. Yeah. So, I mean, it's out there. Like, But maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like Coors. I don't like the Coors beer. I, I think it tastes bad. But I'm all for if these if these big beer breweries want to diversify and like churn out some plant based milk, like go for it. Yeah, I'm all for it. Do treat it. Your, treat, treat your workers well, yes, and then please. we're good. <laughs> yes, that would be good. That's all. That's all. What do you think? I think. I agree with you. I think it is all about with these big companies, how they treat their workers. I don't know how Coors treats their workers. But what? What do I think about barley yeah, milk? Yeah, stay, stay on. I want to drink it. I want to use it to make a milkshake. So now you want the, the malted milk. Because yeah. I don't think that they're making mass producing malted milk. Oh. I think they're mass producing. They said, though, that it has a malty flavor. That was part of the description. But that's going to be different from malty, malted milk. Malted milk is multi flavor first, milk flavor second. Yeah. I think these guys are looking to like take on Oatly. Okay, so they put the barley through a process to break down its fibers to maintain nutrient content in its vegan milk. The base is combined with water, sunflower oil, pink Himalayan salt, and a touch of shiitake mushroom extract to create a neutral milky flavor that's not overly sweet or astringent. So yeah, they're trying to go for Middle of the road milk. Okay. And then the resulting milk, Schmidt describes as a malty sweetness reminiscent of milk left over in a bowl of cereal. Ooh. I am in. That is the best milk, is the milk that's at the bottom of the cereal bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. All right. I'm in. I want to drink it. What about you? Yeah. I was in. I was already in. I want to drink it. I still want to make a milkshake with it. Okay. I'm wondering, too, this is just going to demonstrate ignorance, probably. But so many of these hazy IPAs, which are, they were the trend, and now they're kind of falling out of being the the trend, but maybe they're still in the middle of it, are made with lactose. Huh. And so I've avoided all of those, obviously. But I wonder if developments like this might lead to, I know that, it's not the exact same thing, but might lead to plant-based ways to replace that lactose that's going into those hazy IPAs. Ooh. Yeah. That would be great. Would be cool. Mm-hmm. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. <laughs> So before we talk about candy, I wanted to talk about the wedding. We talked last week about how we were going to a wedding. Mm -hmm. You'll be glad to hear that was just hours to go. I found a dress. I put Mm -hmm. it on. You said yes to the dress. Said yes to the dress. Actually, the kid helped me pick out the dress. I put on a dress and the kid made a face. (laughs) And so I changed dresses. My new suit arrived the next day. (laughs) It sure did. Yeah. Oh, we ready for you're ready for that bat mitzvah this summer. Yeah. Yeah. So we went to this wedding. Uh, We knew that it would not be super. um, Wait, no. So we went to this wedding and the bride had told Dave in advance that she had talked to the caterers about a vegan option for him and for me, which is so thoughtful. Very thoughtful. There's so much involved in planning a wedding that they took time to figure out our two meals, mm-hmm. like that it even crossed her mind. What a nice thing to do. And I interpreted that as a very thoughtful gesture. Nine times out of 10, that still shakes out in French fries and salad. Yeah. So I was mentally ready for it. I wasn't, yeah. there's was no dig on, on the gesture. No, yeah. But I think I was, I was not prepared for what we would receive. Yeah, I'm not all caterers yeah. uh, like vegans or cater to them. Um, wah, wah. Wah, wah. so it was a buffet style so the buffet started and Dave and I kind of just sat in mm-hmm. our seats it was an assigned tables situation and someone came by and said are you Becky and David <laughs> and I said we are and she said I'll be right back with your vegan meals and I was very hungry and said you are my favorite person at this wedding <laughs> um, and she arrived with these veggie stacks they were 
absolutely gorgeous. It was like thinly sliced pieces of like carrot and beet and potato and mushroom all kind of layered up in a beautiful little round stack about the size of like an English muffin, maybe a biscuit. Um, Width-wise. Yeah, width-wise. Diameter-wise. Diameter-wise, maybe a little taller. Diameter-wise, I would say mm-hmm. like if you have a uh, medium-sized hand. Mm-hmm. A fist? Maybe. No, not a fist. Not a fist. I would say... Whole hand? No. Fist. You've got a small hand, so slow down over there. Okay. It was not... No. I would say medium-sized hand. I've got my fingers splayed out like I'm playing that knifey-knifey game. Mm-hmm. And the distance from my pinky to my index finger is the diameter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. But it's- if you have a big hand, mm-hmm. it's going to mislead your impression. So imagine if you have a larger hand look at it and try to imagine that you have a medium-sized hand yeah if you have a small hand it's gonna again it's gonna mislead you yeah you're gonna get in your head about well they seem excited about it but that doesn't seem like that much imagine that your hand is a medium-sized hand yeah it's really important i can't fine-tune this analogy for Every size hand. Right. I can only, that's why I focus on the medium sized hand. Mm-hmm. Because I could spend the next hour going through all the different sizes of hands mm-hmm. and what that would mean. So you might think that still doesn't sound like a lot of a meal sized, that doesn't sound like a meal sized amount of food. But y'all, once you get in there with a fork and spread that stack around, it filled the whole. It came in one of those little like bistro bowls and it filled the whole bowl. It was a lot of food. And you left out a whole dimension. Yes. We didn't talk about the height. Oh, yeah. It was tall. Yes. That's the thing. So we've cleared the diameter Mm -hmm. of it. But if you were to take a medium sized hand and and put it directly pointing upward, you would probably make it to the, the first, maybe even the second knuckle of your middle finger as far as height goes. Going upward. Yes. Gotcha. That's why I had you point the hand upward. You're mm-hmm. going from the table up well, to the I knuckle. Well, I think of the first knuckle as this this guy. The first knuckle is the first knuckle extending from the, the palm. Wouldn't it be this? That is not a knuckle. Oh, it's this. That's the zero knuckle. It is a knuckle. It's the zero knuckle. <laughs> that's the, one, the zero knuckle. The one that's you want not... the first knuckle. Okay. That's if you were to do a formal middle finger, like flipping the bird. Like this? Yes. The knuckles that you are bending are the first knuckles. Gotcha. Okay? Mm-hmm. The knuckle that you can't really bend, that's the second knuckle. So again, taking medium-sized hand, pointing it upward, going from the base of the palm up to the first or second knuckle, mm-hmm. or as some would say, the second or third knuckle. <laughs> which I don't know why you would complicate this. It's very clear. You're making it very clear. That That is the height. That's the height of the stack. So we have the diameter and we have the height. The thing is, it was tall, but it was in that little cafe bowl. It didn't look like a lot of food. When it was put in front of me, I thought, I'm going to leave this wedding hungry. It looked like a lot of food to me. It did not look like a lot of food until I spread it out. And it had this lovely, like, creamy orange puree mm-hmm. sauce mm-hmm. on it. Oh, it was so good. 
the veggies were seasoned. They were roasted with oil. Sometimes people think that vegan means no oil. Mm. I've been given plates of steamed veggies before as the vegan option. Yeah. (laughs) And just been hungry immediately after eating. Um, It was filling. It was delightful. It was delightful. Also, I I liked it so much that I texted the bride to thank her Uh and get the name of the catering company so we could shout them out. It's Bold Catering here in Atlanta. And thank you, Bold Catering. I did not leave hungry. Thanks, Bold Catering. And it was delicious. I wanted a second one because it was so delicious. I um, enjoyed a couple of cocktails at that wedding that were (laughs) pretty big. Yeah. And I'm thankful that I had some to soak them up. Mm Mm-hmm. They were big cocktails. They were big cocktails. You were very tipsy. The drive hey. home. <laughs> on the drive home, you were very like cute and bubbly and what was tipsy I, chatty. What, what did I do? You were just chatty. It what was, was cute. I chatting about? Politics? I don't remember. <laughs> and another thing. And another thing. Things I don't like that you do. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That was it. I was a little tipsy. You were. It was cute. In a cute way, though. Not in a sloppy way. <laughs> As you miss a turn, you're like, honey, I did not. We're on the interstate. It's like, turn left here. I'm hungry. (laughs) That's what Dave's like when he's sloppy. Our friends, Andrew and Larisha from Make It Dairy Free, joined us a month or two ago for a roundup of vegan gummies. Had some hits, had a lot of misses. And I came away from that feeling that the quest for the perfect gummy was still still active. Yeah, I feel like when your numero uno is Sour Patch Kids, we're not there yet. Sour Patch Kids are great, but we can top that. I mean, we can top that in the vegan gummies department. S- Sour Patch Kids feels like a cheat. Yeah, it feels like a cop-out. A gummy and a candy are two different things. Like... Don't. <laughs> we had this argument on the the podcast with yes, what's a gummy and what's no, a candy. No, 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 no. But it's true. Like a gummy can be contorted into being a fruit snack. Yeah. Can be contorted can be contorted into situations that are not candy situations. Agree with it, don't agree with it, but it's the the ambiguity of the food product itself that fuels that Mm -hmm. you know yeah sour patch kids you will never give to somebody as a healthy snack even if you're wrong to give somebody a gummy as a healthy snack you would never do it for a sour patch wait so you're saying that a good gummy can be contrived to be a healthy snack i disagree with that i'm saying that people could delude themselves into making a gummy, a good gummy into a healthy snack. I disagree. You disagree that people lie to themselves like that? I dis- I agree. And that, that it's easier to do that with a gummy bear than it is with a Sour Patch Kid? Okay, no, I guess I guess you're right. You could say, you could tell yourself that this gummy bear contains real fruit. Right. Or fruit juice. Right. And be like, and juice is healthy. Right. But if you've got child in the backseat crying, you are at your wit's end. You throw them some gummy bears. You've got a gummy bear. you got a bag of Sour Patch Kids. You're going to feel better about the fact that you gave them the gummy bear. And a certain mind would maybe convince themselves that you had ticked a health box by doing it. Oh, my gosh. Why do I even, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I would give him the gummy bears over the Sour Patch Kids. Right. 
They're the same. I think that you've gone from 100% candy to 98% candy and misrepresented the 2%, the benefit of that 2%. And probably extrapolated that to make yourself feel better if you have made that decision. I think you're right. But the dichotomy exists is my point. I agree. Okay. Thank you. Okay. You got me. I'm, I'm with you now. You changed my <sighs> I'm mind. I'm exhausted. I did not expect to have to do work today. These are plant-based, no animal gelatin, obviously. They're also palm oil-free, which I think a lot of you will be excited to learn. They also don't contain high fructose corn syrup, if that's something you care about. This is all information that's on the back of the package. And they're also all the, there's not artificial colors. They all come from plants and algae, which is very exciting and cool. So my original story, I ordered these on Instagram because I felt like our quest was still active. Mm -hmm. I was not finished. Oh, I'm sorry. It is still active. And... I ordered a box that had six bags in it, two of each bag. Two of each flavor, that's right. I took the three bags. You took the box. I took the whole box. The the box arrived. You had no idea that I had done this. The (laughs) box arrived before I could even do anything about it. The box came into your office and was stored with all of the other shit that we eat for the podcast. I would like to say the box arrived while I had COVID. The box sat. In the back hallway oh. for two days. Oh, man, I wonder what I was busy doing <laughs> while you had COVID. Why I couldn't get to the box of gummy candies that I had bought. <laughs> All I I'm saying. what I, oh, it was everything. <laughs> I was busy doing everything. And I didn't have time to even like open mail. Okay. Well, that's true. All I'm saying is day two, I was like, I'll bring this in my office. It must be for the pod. That's Mm. why it came in. No conversation. No. 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 I had to discover this. I was quarantining. So I became upset and I opened the box and took three of the bags for myself because I had bought this as candy for myself first. Oh. Something fun for the pod second. That's why I bought such a big package. Mm -hmm. So I've been eating these gummies. Yeah. And I'm delighted to talk about them on the podcast. Yay. I've had one of the rainbow ones, which is the first one we'll try. Yep. But um, it was a while ago and I don't really remember. So. so I saw the rainbow ones first. Yeah. On the site. And instantly my mind went to gummy worms. They're so beautiful. I thought, we got gummy worms. These are our gummy worms. We're going to. They, they figured out gummy worms. So I opened these. They are not gummy worms. No, they're little they're rainbows. rainbows. Some are arc rainbows. Some are line rainbows, like straight line rainbows. They are not a wormy um, firmness. They're no. firmer than that. I'm holding one right now. It's a very firm texture. Me. I'm going to give you the bag now. Yeah. I'm going to eat this rainbow. I'm going to taste the rainbow. All right. Rainbow has five colors on it. It has red, orange, yellow, blue, purple. It's a beautiful gummy. But the colors are stripes Yeah, that go vertically. Yeah. They don't follow the arc it's of like the rainbow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still am impressed by it. They're still beautiful. And I'm just saying. I'm I think it's a beautiful gummy. I think it has little ridges uh, carved into it. It is. This is a high class gummy. It's very chewy. They're very big. I should have eaten half of one. So be chewing this for the next yeah. half hour. If you've got like a medium sized thumb, it's like hold both thumbs next to each other. 
And that is the width of one of the rainbows. Mm -hmm. I love the flavor on these. They're a little bit tart. They're sweet, but they're not overly sweet, which I think is what a gummy bear is. The texture is a little bit stick in your teeth, mm -hmm. but not terrible. Not like to the unpleasant degree that like the Whole Foods gummies are. This is not just the best vegan gummy I've ever had. Mm -hmm. This might be the best gummy I've ever had. Really? This might be it. Mm. The flavor is really nice. The balance of like sweet to tart mm -hmm. on these. Wow. Mm. I agree. It stays in your teeth. It oh, does. So this is the word love again in rainbow colors. Mm -hmm. This is, I, I interpreted this as the um, straight rainbow before because I did not look to see if there was a design to it, but it's the word love. Oh, that's cute. You're not going to have more? No, I want to save. I'm going to cleanse my palate and get ready for the next one. But you didn't try the love one. I'm okay. I mean, I just had the... I'm going to learn from past me and bite it in half. The love is like the size of two gummy bears standing on each other's heads. Medium-sized pinky. The love one has the same taste and texture. But you're eating the word love. Mm-hmm. And that does feel good. It's fun. I'm ingesting it. I'm oh, absorbing like it. I don't want to eat a chocolate bar after this. I got to be honest. We have to. That's why I wasn't having a second one, but here I am. Yeah. yeah. Let's save sour for last. Okay. All right. So the next one, unicorns. I got to finish chewing and cleanse this palate. Okay. Well, let me talk about it then. So the next one is Love and Stars Gummy Candy. Hey, look at the bottom of that bag, by the way. No, the bottom of the, the rainbow one. What does it say? You're not going to find any more gummies down here, but we are glad you checked. <laughs> That's cute. That These guys are cute. having fun. They are. Does it They're say it on having a good time. Them? I don't know. No, the one, this one says that was quick. Not judging. <laughs> We've been there. <laughs> that was quick. Jeez. This one says... Uh, P-L-N-T-B-8-Z-D-4-E-V-A. Plant-based forever. Mm -hmm. All right. So this one's 11 stars. Got a unicorn on the front. It, let's see. Doesn't say anything special or different about it on the back. But so these ones are a little bit. So they're like red, white, and blue. They are. Um, they're unicorns. They're unicorns. Yeah. They're with little blue horns and little white faces and little red bodies. And they are a little bit more, no, not really more opaque than the rainbows. They're not all unicorns. I, I'm getting this. This is a white star. Get one with all the colors. This one's a star of David. Okay, I'll get one with all the colors. There's other shapes in here. Oh, no, this is a unicorn. He's little. No. Is your unicorn little? No. Oh, yeah. I got a little unicorn. But there's also stars and hearts in here. Mm. Are the hearts one color too? Mm -hmm. They're white. All right. I don't like... Catchus, I'm going to ding you. Oh, no. The stars come in all the colors. Oh, okay. There's a red star. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. I, I retract my ding. I feel like the flavor of these is the same. I don't. 
I think these are less flavorful than the rainbows. To me, they taste exactly the same. I bet you think all the M&M colors are the same, too. They are. Yellow tastes different from green. I feel like the unicorns are more manageable in your mouth size. The stars and the hearts are little, like maybe the size of a dime. Mm -hmm. And then the unicorns, they're like half the size of that rainbow. Mm -hmm. Like as far as like popping one in your mouth, I I think that was more pleasant for me because the rainbow, I put it in my mouth and I was like... Mm. Oh no, the rest of my life is going to be spent chewing oh, this man. this rainbow. <laughs> yeah. I felt like I was on a better flavor ride with the rainbow ones. I think the I, I maybe it's a white gummy issue that I have cuz I've never liked white gummy bears. Mm-hmm. Like I guess it's a pineapple taste or whatever. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's the the white quotient all right, now we can. You're you're clear to move on to the sour. All right, so now the third flavor we have are sour gummy candies, and these have all kinds of different little shapes and colors. I'm gonna take a couple. I'm gonna take a red one, and I'm gonna take a yellow. My red one is a little rainbow, and my yellow one is a little heart. And they're it's a little caterpillar. Oh, maybe it is a little caterpillar. No, it's a rainbow. It's got ridges, just like this. The same. As the bigger rainbow, it's just a smaller version and sour. So I'm gonna eat this red rainbow. All right, I'm gonna eat a red star. These are uh, gumdrop oh. consistency. Holy shit! This is so good. This is black currant flavor, and it throws me back to my mom. When I was a kid, she would always have these. Um, tiny little hard candies very little like the size of a pea and they came in a metal tin like the rescue remedy kind of tin and they were cassis like a black currant I and mean, this tastes exactly like that candy it's mm. almost like a wine gum flavor not super sour yeah mm. i like the level of sour i'm gonna say the black currant one is not my taste mm. i had an orange Star, no, orange rainbow, which was more in line like what I was expecting. But I think you're dead on with the fact that like these taste like grandma candies. Not in a bad way, but it's a more sophisticated adult flavor than like a straight gummy punch or what you'd get from a Sour Patch Kid. It's not super sweet, even though there's a sour coating on it. And the sour is, is a pretty mild sour, mm-hmm. like a palatable mild um, sour. So now I'm eating a lemon heart, and it's not giving me like lemon sour patch kid. It's, it is like more sophisticated. It tastes like there's lemon zest in it. It's got like a little bit of bitterness, but yeah. not in an unpleasant way, in like a desserty way. Um, mm. this is kind of like if I. Like, if I hit shuffle on my Apple Music playlist, like my whole library, and it pulls up some Beethoven track that I had added at some point that I really like for some specific instance, Mm -hmm. and I had gone into this thinking, I just want to put some music on while while I'm doing something and then I get that and I'm like 
eh, I was really looking for like Vampire Weekend or something like that. Like something a little bit more like just like punch you right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like every bite of these that I take, I feel like I'm having to class myself up to enjoy and be like, no, 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 this is an orange. This is a, a different, like a, a more nuanced flavor than just like pure candy orange. You know? I can't stop eating these. And <laughs> what I want out of a gummy candy is to not have to do that work. Like I want what the other two were giving me, which is like just straight to the straight to the point. This is your gummy candy flavor. Enjoy it. There's a place for these, but I don't know if I would eat them with any frequency. The lime one I'll say is was not my favorite. It was a little perfumey, but it also had that zest bitterness to it, which I thought was nice. Uh, I'm going to try the orange. I'm just trying all the flavors of these. I did, uh, love these. These might be the best gummy candy I've ever had. Whoa. These sour ones. Yeah. That that cassis flavor, the like the black currant flavor, it is something like that I have loved since childhood. Like when my mom gave me one of those black currant candies it mm-hmm. was like a revelation i ate that whole tin i kept asking her for another one <laughs> she was like those candies were 25 dollars." also there's weed in them <laughs> <laughs> yep that's what my mom yep. said catch us you fucking did it you mm-hmm. fucking did it you did it oh you that's really did that we're gonna give when somebody's done a good job you did it this orange is really good too i feel like with gummies orange is often like nah. But this is giving me like orange popsicle, like summer camp. Mm. Yeah. It's like juicy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, y'all. Get some catches gummies. So on a scale of this is a three point scale. On a scale of John Arbuckle. Mm-hmm. Four point scale. John Arbuckle and Nermal. Mm-hmm. John Arbuckle, Nermal, and Odie. Mm-hmm. John Arbuckle, Nermal, Odie, and Garfield. Mm-hmm. What do you give Katya's gummies? Oh, all four. Obviously. Yeah? Yeah. Break each one down now. I accept your all four rating for all of them combined. Mm. Okay. I thought, obviously, the sour are my favorite Mm-hmm. favorite they're incredible with the exception of the lime which i could le- take or leave but the other flavors the other three incredible especially the dark red ones mm-hmm. the next one i honestly to me the flavor of the rainbows and the love and stars was the same but i felt like the love and stars size was more manageable in my mouth so i'm gonna say next i would rank the love and stars mm-hmm. and then the rainbow but a very close third just wow. for size just because of the size okay. difference like you could break bite a rainbow one in half yeah and it would be the same experience as far as i'm concerned okay i think the whole gang's here for all of them combined yeah. with all four of them i think the whole gang's here for the rainbow ones mm-hmm. i think garfield's not here for the love and stars ones so, John, Nermal. Odie. Odie. Yeah, I was getting there. Oh, I thought Sorry you, to, I thought you, sometimes your brain turns off just like mine does. Wow. Does it not? No. Oh. I know I pause a lot on the podcast, but it's because I'm trying to be thoughtful as possible. 
I think you just think I've like fallen asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've, I've bored him. Yeah. No, I when I listen back to this, I'm like, God, I pause a lot mid sentence. You do. I'm I'm trying to think of the right thing to say. I cut them I don't down have it all sometimes loaded. for you. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's what editing is for. Yeah, but then if anybody ever heard us do it live, they'll be like, wow, he's really bad at this. <laughs> no. I feel like we should prepare them for how bad I am at this. Uh, the sour ones, I'm going to say, are John and Nermal. And that's only because I think Nermal would want to impress John by acting sophisticated. And mm. John would want to extend what he sees as sophistication to all of his pets. But yeah. that Odie and Garfield would not be there for that activity. So Nermal's there out of politeness. John's talking about all the nuance and all of the flavor and all of that. Speaking to an empty room, objectively, because mm-hmm. none of the, the pets are talking back to him ever. But yeah. in this case, Odie and Garfield aren't even dignifying him with like participation. They've gone to the other room. Odie, in particular, has gone to the other room, Yeah, like, which is remarkable. Mm-hmm. He's a dog. He would stay with John as much as he's allowed to. Mm-hmm. That's what dogs do. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. We did it. Yep. I ate, that is a lot of gummies. Now we're going to eat some chocolate. I was at Kroger the other day. I came across these Lint Classic Recipe, Recipe, Recipe Oat Milk Non-Dairy Chocolate. It is a big old bar. It says it's 3.5 servings. Uh... It's vegan. Vegan Twitter is all a flutter about these bars. And mm. so it has been really hard to not bust into this previously, but I'm going to bust into it now. I just want one. It rules. Oh my gosh. This is lint chocolate. This is what lint chocolate tastes like. This is not some secondary flavor that Lynn has put their name on Mm-mm. so that they can have a plant-based chocolate. Lynn, you did it. Mm-hmm. I just ate like seven gummies. I'm going to eat another square of this chocolate. That's real good. Now make, no. now make the balls. Make vegan lint balls, please. Mm. Yeah. Those oat milk truffles would be good. Do it. Coat them in whatever you did here. A plus. Mm-hmm. It's sweet and creamy. It does have a little bit of an oat flavor, but it's pleasant. Mm. Yeah, it does taste like a Lint milk chocolate bar. Yeah, totes. Lint, you did it. You don't get a Garfield rating, but you get a thumbs up. Thumbs up from me as well. Well... That's it. Good. All right. Hey, listener, thank you for listening. Even if you listen and don't review, we really do appreciate you. Write a letter, though. Yeah, if you want to do that, you can write to us at TalkingTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Or send us a message on Twitter or Instagram. I read and respond to every single one. Uh... We are doing this out of order, and it broke my whole brain. If you're enjoying the show, also don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out, and we just love reading your five-star reviews. We will read yours on the pod. Oh. And 
You can follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I am Glue and Glitter on all social media. And you can find my recipes at glueandglitter.com. I'm Lion Leader on Twitter and Instagram, and Lion Leader was taken on TikTok. Talkin' Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.